1: you know as uh as a man once said screw it we'll do it live yeah I, this was going to be a
2: recorded mock <laughs> and then we went why are we doing that that it,
1: doesn't make a lot of sense it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense it made a whole lot of sense last year for us to do it because we had to travel across town between studios but we've got the ingles studio here at ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. You are in the sportocracy. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, seen everywhere on YouTube. And it is just the beginning, my friends, as Draftmas is upon us. Wait. Wait for it. I haven't done this on this show and I've not done it on purpose.
3: <laughs>
1: the sweet, sweet sound of Draftmas that means every time you hear that sound, that means... An angel gets its wings. Yes.
2: And yes. Jeremy drinks a Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling
1: you right now, you could run a Volvo on my blood right now. Uh, either that or a Kuiper gets a hair plug. Either, uh, either one. 100%. <laughs> it is miss time. The 2022 NFL Draft coming to us live tonight from Las Vegas, Nevada. We are not in Las Vegas, Nevada, though. We are here in the Ingles studio. We are always brought to you by Ingles. Supermarkets, low prices, love the savings. We are going to give you the final mock draft first round edition uh here in the sportsocracy over the next two hours we're glad you're along on the ride with us do not forget go to the sportsocracy.com click on the live video link subscribe to the youtube channel that will get you into the chat and then also give you the alert when we go live for all 262 picks three days of draft miss coverage in the sportsocracy
2: Uh, and this this is gonna be fun you know we've got we've got some new things for this year some 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 oldies but goodies and i think it's funny that this is the fourth draft we have now done the first two we did from my house yeah uh last year we had there was the first studio show we ever did Uh in basically a hollowed out shell in
1: uh north Asheville. hey it worked it was good and now we have real life big boy broadcasting equipment we do indeed and uh yes we will be bringing you all of the picks on uh uh, throughout the three days of the draft all night tonight all night tomorrow night and then all day on saturday uh again subscribe to the youtube channel get you into the chat we're going to be interactive all three nights uh, uh of just taking your questions your analysis we'll throw them out there best comments always get mentioned it's it's gonna be so much fun
2: i mean and and from here on out i and i decided this you know i've I've always judged people that give themselves a nickname Uh uh-huh i think i gave myself a nickname and i did it i didn't do it on purpose okay i I had a radio hit real early this morning and i called myself mullet Mill, and okay and i'm i I don't hate
1: it it's grown on me the entire day mullet mel is not bad not bad uh i still don't think you have better hair than him even you're wrong even now oh that's not even kind of (laughs) true i mean mean,
2: he has great hair don't get me wrong i was
1: gonna say you all you even you even whipped out the dapper dan today he came in with the pomade and everything Uh, it's a high quality hair jelly right there gosh (laughs) that's happened Uh, so throughout the day today, we have been releasing all of our, uh, or all of Jeremy's seven round mock draft, the final one. You've already entered these into the, uh, into the media contest. So I have,
2: and this is is my first year legitimately in it, which means it's probably going to go poorly.
3: Yeah. I I feel
2: so good about it. I do. And we're
1: putting out the first round
2: on this show
1: it's it's draftmas baby it is indeed so let's get into the mock draft here oh before we do that i want to give a big shout out to uh felipe rossi sent us a very nice email saying that he's been in Asheville for 15 years and just can't believe that we have graced everyone with our vast knowledge uh, uh,
2: and and that is not even kind of true uh,
1: <laughs> we tell
2: stupid jokes and give very slight sports takes but thank you very much for yeah. the kind words those
1: always help especially on a day like today that's where I was getting ready to go we got all of the thirty two seven round team by team mock drafts out on the YouTube channel I literally just finished the last. Uh, description on the 32nd team the washington commanders with 28 seconds before we went on the air here so while the sports center update was going the last video was edited and put up so that is all out there for you to consume uh, so anybody help you that out. says
2: if, if i if this goes the way i hope it does anybody that says their mock was better than
1: mine i have video evidence that you are incorrect Well, let's hope that everything goes swimmingly for you today. Let's get into it. The number one overall pick in this draft for the second year in a row belongs to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And And, and look, there's a lot of talk that there's more up in the air about this. At this point? I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. They're probably having some kind of an inner office cage match right now between Shad Khan and Trent balky and Doug Peterson to fight it out and, and film it for AEW to see who is going to get their way and who's going to get the number one pick. If Jacksonville has a fight over
2: this, how do you settle it? There's only one way. This is a mullet-jorts shotgun beer contest, no doubt. First one to shotgun a Natty Light, you get your way. <laughs> I... I fully believe that that's going to be Mr. Trent Baalke. So with the first pick in the 2022 Sportsocracy Mock Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select
1: my guy. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker, who back on March the 19th, Flo Jeremy Green told you, you better go out right now to BetUs.com and put down whatever you can on Trayvon Walker, plus 2,200 to be the number one overall pick. He became the overall odds leader. Is that, is that the right way to yes. say it? Um, just a couple of days ago. Now it looks like it's a foregone conclusion.
2: He is now minus 500 at betus.com. You can go there, put that on Trayvon Walker to be the number one pick. You can do it with free play credits. You get 125% of those of what you initially put in just for using our promo code sportsocracy. There you go. I should drink this much coffee every day. Uh, look, the, the Trayvon Walker pick always made the most sense to me. I think there is an internal strife still about Aiden Hutchison. Uh, Ike McWanna is the one that I – if this was not uh, Trayvon, I would almost promise you it's Ike Mm McWanna. I feel like there's no shot they take Aiden Hutchison at one. If they were going to, they'd have already done it. It, You would already know this would be like many other years where the first pick's a foregone conclusion. That is not the case. And as someone who has scoured the interwebs, to see if anyone anywhere said that before me, I'm going to channel my mulleted brethren, Ric Flair, and to say, to be the man, you got to beat the man.
1: Woo. And then to go from one crazy person to another crazy person, Dan Campbell, uh, he's going to need that racing helmet. Remember when he broke that out at the press conference early in the season last year, he's going to need that to protect himself. So he doesn't trip running all the way to the podium for the number two overall pick, because we all know who they want. Well, I don't think this is as running as people think.
2: I mean, they're, they're fine. They're happy. This is the homegrown guy. They've done all their homework on him. Mm Mm-hmm. They have n- – nobody has been as sold on Aiden Hutchison as you have been sold that they are. And it's for the very simple fact of what I have told you. He's a solid double. Yep. I think he's a good stand-up double, be, will be a good player in this league.
1: But I don't I don't know that it's ever going to be great. But for the Detroit Lions, there's no other pick here. I mean, unless, unless you think there's somebody in that building that wants Kayvon. Unless it's Kayvon Thibodeau. No, I, Kayvon Thibodeau is not the one I would be worried because about. Because I don't know that the Detroit Lions really want to take a swing on a corner this high in the draft.
2: No, and I don't think you would. I'm sure Sauce got discussed. I'm sure Derek Stingley got discussed quite it, a lot. Intricately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm struggling on intricate on Thursday. And w- Saturday could be fun.
1: And were they going to ever draft an offensive lineman at two? No, the no, offensive so line's was, good. So it was Aiden the whole time.
2: Well, it, I don't necessarily agree with that. I think I, I'm gonna be really honest with you. And nobody from Detroit's told me this. I think there's a little part of them that's perturbed that Trayvon's going one. Because I think they would have taken Trayvon Walker at two which is why this is not as oh it's such a crazy pick i can't believe they did this there were four teams in the top five that were ready to take him Mm -hmm. so the only one that i did not hear him really intricately put with
1: was the houston texans all right so with the number two pick in the 2022 nfl draft The Detroit Lions will select Aiden Hutchinson, the edge rusher, out of Michigan. I told you when I first heard this that I just can't get away from it. He fits that system. He fits the, the narrative of Detroit. He's a homegrown kid. It's an absolute home run, in my opinion. Now we get into the Houston Texans at number three, and that has been far from decided. See, I think it is. You think, that think they're it's settled? Decided. There's no discussion anymore. They they made this call. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the, the the guy that well they have they have changed their mind to because there was a lot of talk of Icky Aquano here. There was a lot of talk of Kayvon Thibodeau. Well, it's not Kayvon Thibodeau. I I, I feel very sure of that. And then we told you earlier this week, Derek Stingley Jr. at LSU has become the betting favorite. I think it's decided. But you always have to remember,
2: the crazy person in the room is the one that scares you the most. And Nick Casario is the crazy person in the room. I've said this for many years about Bill Belichick. If Bill didn't have six rings, we would think he was a narcissistic, egotistical moron. Don't we still? No. I've said that (laughs) many times and people go, but he's the greatest coach of all time. Mm, Yeah, he had the greatest quarterback of all time. It's weird how that works. And now you've got Nick Casario that doesn't have that track record. He still has that streak. He learned from Bill. And so you just can't 100% say this is what they're going to do. Betting odds right now, Derek Stingley Jr. is plus 150. Ike McQuano is plus 200. This, to me, is where the draft starts. And I think it's close. I I really do think it's close.
0: But I can't get
1: away from it.
3: (laughs) With the
1: third pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Houston Texans will select Derek Stingley Jr., the cornerback out of LSU. Fits the system really well. The the teams being
2: so down on him was it was always overrated. Now I thought it had gotten so drastic that it was going to be hard to take him in the top ten. Well, then the season of change came along, and now it, everybody's going, you do realize we had him in the top five, and there was a reason for that.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: think maybe it's a, it was a mental checkout at LSU, yeah, had, yeah. had more to do with the coaching staff and, and the coordinator than it did with his talent. Still the injury concern, but I have said this draft is a lot like shopping at Goodwill. You can get some very good values at Goodwill. You're not buying a Rolex at Goodwill. This is not, not going to happen, right? You're looking for something that you can, you know, get some wear out of, and that it, it doesn't smell funny. Hmm. Uh, and and Derek Stingley fits that because this could be a quality piece of a good team down the line. Mm-hmm. I I don't think you're going to put Kayvon Thibodeau in that locker room. No. The, the the ego, all of the things, it just never made sense. Aquano does make a little bit of sense. But if you got to say the best player on this team is the left tackle. Mm -hmm. So now your two best players, arguably, are going to be your left tackle and your right tackle? I I don't know how you're going to sell that. That's a really hard sell for me unless a team like New Orleans was willing to come through and give you some sweetheart offer for Laramie Tunsil and everything I've been told. It's not coming.
1: All right, that brings us to the New York J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. With the first of their two picks in the top 10 at number four, the New York Jets are sitting here and, uh, you know, I I still feel like this should be Sauce Gardner. I believe he would be the best player in the draft left after these first three picks. And here's where you have gotten lost in this. I've never
2: said it shouldn't be. What we think and what's going to happen, this is where you have to separate your feelings oh, yeah. from the team. Robert Sala does not put a lot of emphasis on corners. They spit Their, their big free agent signing was a cornerback. Mm-hmm. They've already got one in Bryce Hall that they really like. Being a fan, I can tell you they have about nine slot corners that they also like. It's not going to be sauce. It's not going to be sauce. To me, it's a two-horse race. And there's only one that really makes sense. To me, this is either a
1: or it's who I ultimately have them taking. With the fourth pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the New York Jets will select Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher from Florida State. And that's going to be shocking to some people. Uh It shouldn't be.
2: It really shouldn't be. I told you early in the process, there are teams that think he's the best pass rusher in this class, and he's a great kid. He checks all the boxes. The reason he's been further down on my board is because you got to understand, I had to look at all 32 teams in the league. So Minnesota, that was a team that he got mocked to for weeks. And I screamed from the rooftops. That's the one team that doesn't make any sense. Then he got up to the Giants. That's another team that doesn't make any sense. The Jets makes perfect sense. They play that wide nine based four three. He's on the opposite side of Carl Lawson. You got Quinn and Williams in the middle. <laughs> oh, oh,
3: it feels so good. You're it feels gonna, so good for me to right, say With
1: Jermaine Johnson, you're gonna be able to get after quarterbacks, and that is that is a hallmark of what Rob Salah wants to do with his defense. So I mean it makes a lot of sense, but I, I think people will, will you know, there will be booze at this i mean there are boos at every jets pick obviously but i think they will be a little louder thinking well jermaine johnson is a guy that yeah i mean he was the star of the acc he was the defensive player Mm -hmm. of the year all of that but okay i mean it was the acc okay this is a guy guy who couldn't even play at georgia remember in a defense that he did not fit as well i don't disagree but that is the, that is always going to be the bugaboo for, guy, for people of, look, he couldn't start in the SEC. He goes to the ACC, and he's great. That shows how weak the ACC is. And here's the other argument. How many players at Georgia are going to get drafted in this draft? Oh, God. Defensively. There's like,
2: there's like eight. It's eight. It's 8 mm-hmm. Okay. How many defensive players from Oregon are going to get drafted? One. Five. Five? Yeah. Okay. That could or will be priority undrafted free agents. How many coming out of Florida State? is he the one it's one (laughs) he was the only guy on that defense and you couldn't touch him and that's what the scouts keep saying he was the only player on the team and i think there's a merit to that i've liked him better than most for quite some time and and to
1: me i think it would be a value pick i think it'd be a good pick
4: Mm -hmm. uh
1: everything is locked in for the first four picks of the draft so we believe because of Jeremy's connection with his Jets. He's got great information on this is who they've settled on. The betting odds and everything tell us that number three is going to be Derek Stingley. We all believe that Trayvon's going to go one. Aiden Hutchinson is going to go two. So now the draft really starts at five. The New York Giants are on the clock. We'll talk about that up next right here on ESPN Asheville.
5: Hey guys, I'm Ziggy, your local Philly girl, owner of Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. I've created a traditional northern deli with only the most authentic cheesesteaks outside of Philadelphia served with provolone, white American, or cheese whiz. Our other classic deli sandwiches are made with the best quality meats and cheeses, available sliced by the pound. Join us for breakfast for house-made bagels with our custom cream cheeses. Or for something heartier, try a pork roll egg and cheese or house-cured lox. Ziggy's Bakery and Delhi in the corner of Asheville Commons, 1550 Hendersonville Road, open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Saturday.
0: At Ingalls, we know firsthand that building a dream isn't easy. That's why we help small businesses discover the right ingredients for success. We mentor them in development, design, and distribution, making sure their hard work makes it into our stores and our communities, delivering the best local products, and hopefully, few dreams along the way Ingalls, your neighbor for over 50 years
1: the sportsocracy why are you smiling because i love football yes indeed we do we love football and we love draftmas more than anything next year i'm, I'm
2: i think we should make the case for draftmas sweaters a hundred percent why didn't we think I, of that i don't earlier? know i just thought of it oh. i saw caleb Pete walking out the door and he was wearing a long-sleeve shirt my immediate thought was you know it's like 80
1: right i mean we could build our own you can get those like build your own sweater kit things or we could hot just hot glue stuff on it or, or we and, could just order them no. you know i i feel like there's there's an etsy shop i mean that. i have always wanted one of those uh buccaneers uh You've, you've seen the team sweaters for Christmas that have the blinky lights on them and stuff. I've always wanted one of those. So. Uh, yeah, all the way in.
2: Yeah. I, 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 we I, it of makes that. me so angry that I didn't think of that until just now. Man. And then I realized after I saw Caleb and kind of judged, like, are you not hot? I realized I have two and a half pots of coffee uh pouring through me right now right it might be 43 degrees outside i don't think i'd know the difference (laughs) he's so jacked up right now he wouldn't know well i mean i did go out there and do curls at the bumper
1: of my car so you know it's it's just (laughs) really getting making sure i'm ready for tonight uh he's he's also much thinner than you that's true and one thing that i have discovered with the phd weight loss system is that i am cold all the time now yeah i always used to make jokes like no i'm not cold i got all this blubber on me um Yep. I hear no lies in that statement. All right, the New York Giants are on the clock with the number 5 pick. Uh do you agree with the statement that I made at the end of the last segment that this is where the draft starts? No, I think the draft starts at 3. You think I, that's just, still that's still that much up here. You in know, the air? look,
2: the person that eats Crayons, y- y'all you never know exactly what they're going to do. And that's the Houston Texans to the highest order. Okay. You know They are the crazy cat
1: lady of the NFL. So, it, well, them are the Jaguars, and they're both up there. Right. Weird. All right. Uh, so, the New York Giants are sitting here. Sauce Gardner still on the board. I think they you have- think about that, but you look at Carolina. Carolina wants to
2: trade out, but there's nobody there. And there is a lot of smoke right now that the Giants want to move out of seven. The fact that they declined the fifth-year option on Daniel Jones today – Kind of lends me to think maybe they have a partner there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take my guy, the the guy that I'm dead in the wool about, and I didn't say this is what I would do. This is what I think they will do.
1: With the fifth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, Jeremy Green believes that the New York Giants would select Evan Neal, the offensive tackle, out of Alabama. Look, I don't agree with this. I think that they would have to take Sauce Gardner because he, I don't believe that he would be there for them at 7. Well, I'm going to make a
2: sweeping declaration. I did this mock three days ago. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're, we're getting it out now. I had to have it submitted by, I think it was Monday night. Do you know who the betting favorite is right now? the fifth pick Mm -hmm. is it evan neal Mm -mm. he's three is it sauce sauce is two okay who did i tell you the giants had has their number one tackle on the board for so long i cannot believe that i'm gonna do the (laughs) back thing again (laughs) Ah,
1: charles cross charles cross right now the betting favorite at plus 175 yeah I, i see i can't see that either here so here's my reasoning because i do believe that if sauce gardner were to somehow get out of the top five which i think would be crazy there would be a trade partner. Name them. It's the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Minnesota's not going to give up tra- draft capital to get up there. You don't think so? Do
2: you realize what it would cost to get up there? This is see, This is where I always laugh at, at how people don't quite understand the difference in value from 6 to 12. Okay. I'm just going to go off the Jimmy Johnson trade chart. Carolina's picked 1,600 points. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's is $1,200. hmm You're talking about the 45th pick in this draft? hmm Do you think Minnesota has one need? No. 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 But- I'm not giving up capital in that range. I'm not doing it. Not okay. for anybody. There's not a player in this draft I'm giving up that capital for. Okay. Now, we want to talk about a pick next year? We can talk about a pick next year. But Carolina's not doing this if they're not getting something that they can tangibly sell at the fan base now. Mm-hmm i'm out i'm good there are too many players that i can get in the middle of tomorrow that will be immediate no doubt starters okay i'm good because see to me i'm looking at that pick at six and i don't think it's as valuable as it usually is and i'm looking at my pick at 12 going well it's probably not as valuable as it usually is but i would argue
1: the latter pick that i have is 130 percent of what it usually is we know that minnesota wants a corner Mm-hmm. Uh, they're sitting at a spot where there's not going to be a corner worth taking at twelve. No, but there will be in the second round. So, and there could be, mm-hmm. and maybe they're thinking ahead and going, you know what? We could get a guy in the second round, but they have the forty fifth, the forty sixth pick, and if they said Sauce is worth it, because I believe he is, I believe he is a future long time Pro Bowler. This is this is the new Patrick Peterson for the for the minnesota vikings if they were to make that deal i'm just saying there would. i believe there would be a suitor for a trade for panther for the panthers at six if sauce was still on the board
2: Well, i'll tell you right now there hasn't been and it's pretty much universally accepted that he's going to be there okay there hasn't been one the entire time so i think carolina is it will be
1: stuck at six and the way this has played out they will pretty much have their choice all right so evan neal you think he he fits in well with what the giants want to do
2: and maybe i bought the smoke and i fell off of my bandwagon with charles cross but i think they're taking a tackle at five and they're adamantly
1: going to try to trade seven okay all right let's get just a bit outside before we get to the sixth pick with the carolina panthers Boy, you must be outside your mind. The
0: sportsocracy.
1: Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. All right, I'm going to hand this one over to Flostradamus because he has got a barn burner uh, of a draft-related story. Yeah, this is a draft show, so
2: you're, you're going to get draft stories. And this story is about Roxanne Price. She works at the, the Chicken Brothel Ranch in Las Vegas, and she has made an offer. Because of the revenue that the draft has brought. I'm not making... I swear to you, I'm not making this up. She has offered to hang out with the number one pick tonight, uh, free of charge. You can...
1: (laughs) To hang out. You can
2: finish that however you want to. Uh Um, Uh-huh. They will both be hanging out at that point. This is the funniest story that you could possibly have heard. All these people there we cannot go to Las Vegas because of the gambling. Okay, I... I, I feel like you're worried about something that is heavily regulated and probably not what you should be worried about. This kind of falls more into that territory of what I've always kind of thought. Mm-hmm. The sheer fact that anybody, it, and the funniest part of the story, to get this out, who did she call? Ghostbusters. <sighs> <sighs> you know? <laughs> i i you make me angry sometimes uh just throwing that out there she called the newspaper nice she put an ad in the newspaper that said this whoever goes number one call me yeah tremendous listen
1: thank you las vegas and please never change listen that is just a capitalist believing in their product that's all that is is once the product is out there everybody's gonna want some of it well and i do
2: find it really funny that the the she said she felt the, the need to give back because the NFL draft has brought such a boom of business. I will tell you, I know a bunch of people that are in Las Vegas right now. Mm-hmm. It is apparently a madhouse. And the wind is blowing sideways. There is a little fear that this might
1: become a problem tonight. Right. I uh, want to give a uh, shout out to uh, our, our loyal listener, Brian Butler, as well. Las Vegas he Raiders fan the perfect seat he is the greatest seat in all of Las Vegas for the draft he is in he is
2: in Vegas right now
1: unfortunately and he's
2: right off the right side of the stage too
1: yeah unfortunately he uh booked that before before they traded all their picks away I mean he does I, I, get, I wouldn't care you do get Devontae Adams out of the deal yeah, I but, wouldn't uh, care but yeah it, I, I'm gonna make
2: a sweeping declaration and I don't care if I find I, I don't care
1: this is the last draft of my lifetime that I will not be at yeah uh brian if you're listening uh first off why uh, i mean we love the fact that you are but uh you know it's vegas you i got a phone number you could call right just
2: tell them you're the number one pick that's sorry i i couldn't help it <laughs> uh oh we got a super chat uh, oh too many buttons i'm on the dra- i'm on, i was doing draft things
1: this one comes to us from our good friend classic clay
3: i'm your huckleberry
1: uh former producer of the sportsocracy uh, he says turtlenecks and we should have done turtlenecks i uh, you know i feel like this uh, jeremy always used to say uh, oh I'll, I'll rock a turtleneck 100 in the time we've been doing this and as much crap as i have given you about possibly wearing turtlenecks you have yet to show up in one uh i have no less than 40 times no
2: i don't it, when people when you hear a turtleneck you think the one that goes up to like your ears absolutely i'm talking about just like a a little a little mock little mock turtle just a little turtle Oh, I see. I mean, gone. I have the one that goes up like to your ears, but it has to be real cold outside. That's the one that gets you and made that, fun of. Yeah, and that doesn't, you know, match shorts, which I wear every single day.
1: <laughs> well, neither really does your long sleeve t shirts, but yeah it does. It's it's this matches cool. perfectly. And this is my draftman shirt. Right. Uh okay. So at number six, the Carolina Panthers sitting here with Ika Maquano is still on the board. Charles Cross is still here. What would be going through the front office? Because I mean, for me, I wouldn't even think about it.
2: Who is the betting favorite for Carolina right now? Charles Cross. That's exactly right. And what that tells me is that all of the things I heard leading up to the draft were 100% accurate. There is a team out there that thinks he is the best player in this draft.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: Who that is, I don't know. But It'd if I'm Ka- if
1: I'm Carolina, I don't even think about this.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He would be my number one left tackle. If I've got a need at left tackle, he would be my guy that I would be targeting. I told you from I, and the I first will, time. I, I will say this: if Charles Cross goes number six to Carolina, there are about
2: fifty people that really like to let in on me that are Carolina Panthers fans on YouTube. You should deactivate your account, <laughs> and you
1: should not reactivate it until <laughs> I get tired of being right. Uh, from the first they, maybe time. Never i watched tape on charles cross i went that's the left tackle of the draft mm-hmm. i love him so much i like him just a hair more than evan neal I and like i don't him. believe that ike maquano is a left tackle which is what carolina should be after yeah and
2: i'm not so sure that i that i agree with you well, maybe not. I, I I mean whoever drafts him is gonna try him there mm-hmm. so for me I, I wouldn't even think about it it would be quick
1: With the sixth pick in the Flostradamus final mock draft for the 2022 NFL draft, number six overall to the Carolina Panthers, it is Aquano out of NC State. Uh, And that's, to me, who it should be. Uh, And that's just the way it is.
2: Uh, Adam Black, the resident uh, pastor Mm -hmm. of the sportsocracy, Mm -hmm. said, everything I've heard is saying Kenny Pickett. No, uh-huh. I I I haven't heard Kenny Pickett's name in so long that I've forgotten it. If it is,
1: just burn america bank of America Stadium to the ground.
2: Uh, like d- d- like don't, let's don't get rid that. of the that's crimes.
1: Don't say I'm, crimes. I'm on, not encouraging that. That's not how. That's not what I meant. I'm just saying the the franchise. Drop them. Just just be done with it. Well, it's not because it'll be a wasted
2: it, pick. It's not gonna happen. They're they're not taking a quarterback at six. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. And if you don't believe me. Kenny Pickett's plus four hundred right now. Mm -hmm. I want you to think about why that is, because people that have been hearing this for a long time are looking at that going, "That's the best odds in the draft." You could give me Kenny Pickett at plus forty thousand right now, and I and I wouldn't touch it. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to set money on fire, I'm going to do it in a much, much more
1: fun way, possibly by saying I'm the number one pick. Okay, I'm done. (laughs) I'm
2: done. I'm done. I'm done.
3: I'm done.
1: I promise. I'm done. No, I, I I would be done. I would be done with that franchise forever i i think it will be ike maquana mm-hmm. that's where i've heard the most
2: smoke he's been the one that's been the most up and down uh with the teams that pick in front of carolina and if you're a panther fan that would that should be your happiest day because i know definitively now i can't tell you what position he's gonna play i have a high level starting offensive lineman in this league under very good team control for five years
4: mm-hmm.
2: and i'll plan on keeping him here forever At number seven, the New York
1: Giants would come back up.
2: The New York Giants are where the entertaining interest of, are you willing to give me a one next year? The Giants do not want this pick in this draft. Now, they want capital in this weekend. The Giants are looking at this draft much like I am. They want a couple picks in day two and a one next year. That way they have the capital to go get whatever quarterback they want next year and they still get the pieces in that honey hole of this draft. I don't think anybody's doing that. Next year's draft is so much better at the high side Mm -hmm. that I don't think anybody that would intrigue them is going to be intrigued enough to do it. So I think they're stuck here, and now it's a choice between two players. It's Kayvon Thibodeau or Ahmad Sauce Gardner. And my question, anytime these situations come up, my question is very simple. I look at my next pick and for the giants, that next pick is at 36 at 36. I can get Boye Maffe, who is by the way, who I have them taking in the second round. Uh, if I, ta- if I go corner, I will be lucky. If I get Kyler Gordon, mm-hmm. I could be trying to convert a safety to play corner. That's why for me, it- it's genuinely, I wouldn't think about it for when I realized there was no trade partner. I wouldn't think about it for five seconds.
1: With the seventh pick in the twenty twenty two NFL draft, the New York Giants can select a mod sauce Gardner, the cornerback out of Cincinnati.
2: And if that happens, Football Farley may uh go full Chicago Bears fan Chris Farley and oh, yeah. and have he'll do the hula dance. Have the Bakers does it uh oh, bears to bears, bear bears. <laughs> That might happen on air. Yeah. I mean that would be, saying, hey, I don't care mm-hmm. what you do from here. Mm-hmm. You got the best corner in this draft and you got the safest offensive lineman. Win. It's win. Win. Yep. And then you get to the most confusing team in in the entire draft. And that is the Atlanta Falcons. They wanted Jermaine Johnson to be here. And they thought he would be up until maybe 72 96 hours ago. Mm-hmm. They were dead set We're either trading down or we'll take Jermaine Johnson. I think that second trade partner has dried up. I think Kansas City and Seattle have a deal in place already. There's just one specific player that has to be there. Mm -hmm. And, yes, that happens way more than you think. I think Kansas City and Seattle have the parameters of a deal, and if Jamison Williams is there at nine, call it in. Yep. So I don't necessarily think there's anybody that will – nobody's trading up for Kayvon Thibodeau. Nobody's trading up for the quarterbacks. This would be, can you find somebody that will trade up for the receivers? Green Bay has basically made it known they're not going to be the one.
1: So I think you're stuck here, and for me, there's only one pick. With the eighth pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons, mocked by Flostradamus, Jeremy Green will take Kayvon Thibodeau, the edge rusher out of Oregon. What do you have to lose?
2: You're the Atlanta Falcons. You know this team's bad. Mm -hmm. He's going to be a good pass rusher in this league. Now, he might be a a little bit of a diva. He might be a little bit of a head case. This would be the best pass rusher on this team since John Abraham. And I don't even have to – I I didn't even try to think about who the other one would be because it would get very Vic Beasley very quickly. To me, that's a home run. You get probably the most talented player in this draft at eight – You don't reach for a quarterback. There are a billion receivers in this draft. Mm -hmm. And be honest with yourself. This was what was said to me about Atlanta. All right, let's say they take Garrett Wilson. In what universe is he not double teamed constantly? But what about Kyle Pitts? If you've got a big corner, much easier to neutralize him. If you don't have a big corner, it doesn't matter what you do to him. Stephon Gilmore did a pretty good number on him. So that safety over the top is going to be there to keep him from hitting you. That's what Kyle Pitts does as well. Mm-hmm. You're going to need more than just a guy. So, to me, you add the pass rusher that immediately improves your defense. This is a guy that – I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if Kayvon Thibodeau was the face of the franchise two years from now.
1: All right, that brings us to the number nine pick. And this is where it gets fun. The number nine pick in the uh, 2022 NFL draft is is up for grabs because – Jameson Williams still on the board. So you believe that the Seattle Seahawks will find a trade partner in the Kansas City Chiefs. I do. It would be for it'd be for 2930 and 103
2: for nine straight up. No yep. future picks, no nothing like that. Kansas City, I mean look, Kansas City has seven picks in the first, what, 115 or something like something that? Something like that. There's no way they're making that many picks. They don't have that many spots on their roster. For a guy that's not just going to sit there with a clipboard in his hand. So they're going to go get their guy. That was the beauty of the Tyreek Hill deal is that I can go get a guy that is much cheaper. I think has a similar skill set, and it's just a different kind of guy. The question is, which one do you
1: prefer? Is it Garrett Wilson or the one that I ultimately took? The ninth pick in the 2022 uh, NFL final mock draft. By Flo domus Jeremy Green, Jamison Williams, the wide receiver from Alabama, goes to the Kansas City Chiefs,
2: and, and of course he does. And now you look at Kansas City's receiving core, going, "Man, you got four trillion picks," and I'm not sure you're, but not better now than you were before.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm not saying Jamison Williams is better than Tyree Kill, but I think he has a different skill set, completely. And this will begin the run on wide receiver oh yeah because joe douglas wouldn't even think about this he would call uh zach wilson and just say because i'm gonna bunk with you buddy we're gonna be buddies we're gonna be pals
3: we're gonna <laughs> <her up. laughs>
1: yeah because the uh new york jets would sprint to the podium Go Man, ahead, and hit wouldn't even think about it <laughs> With the 10th pick, the New York Jets would select wide receiver from Ohio State, Garrett Wilson. Somebody attached to that team
2: point blank told me if Garrett Wilson's there at 10, that is who they're taking. And their order at 10 would probably go Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams, London, uh, Drake London. Mm-hmm. Now, if somehow none of the three of them were there, that's when you start hearing the calls about Debo Samuel. This is the thing that I've I've laughed a lot at San Francisco Twitter first of all you think that receiver is worth way more than he is second of all why would i do that better receiver two years from now garrett wilson or debo samuel garrett wilson okay one of them cost 25 million Mm dollars one of them cost five yep that and
1: uh end of message Mm -hmm. and we're done i wouldn't do the deal i would not do the deal for debo samuel there's especially if I'm in this position where I can get a guy who can be maybe he's not better he's going to be just as good he's going to be a better receiver I can't tell you he's going to be a better
2: weapon Debo Samuel cannot run a route which uh, people do not seem to be getting that is a very specific fit that's why the Jets are the team that's so interested now where that would get interesting is if Garrett Wilson went at eight Jamison Williams goes at nine And now it's, are you going to take Drake London, who I've never really understood the scheme fit there? The Jets are all – that Kyle Shanahan offense is all about guys that separate. That's the biggest knock on Drake London. Mm -hmm. And I think they really like him. You would have to take him for me to believe you're as – that you think that's as level
1: as you have made it
2: be known that you think it is. Right.
1: You've also said, though, that they've been tied to Traylon Burks. So if those two guys were gone – would Trelon Birch possibly be the 10 pick? Not at, not at 10. I think they would take Drake London if they absolutely
2: were were forced. I think the more likely is they would start trying to trade out. They, they would call on Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Come get your guy. Yep, Come get Green Jordan Bay. Davis. You want Jordan Davis. You know it. I know it. Come get your guy. Uh, New Orleans, who I know really likes Drake London. And, and you're not going to get 100% value. I think the Jets are gonna end up taking a receiver there because I think there will only be one gone in the top nine, and then the second will be at ten.
1: All right. So twenty two picks left in the uh final mock draft by Floster Domus Jeremy Green. Oh, draft mystery, oh draft mystery. tree. Which means coming up in the uh coming up in the four o'clock hour, it's gonna be aggressive. Can we get two more picks in here? Uh, oh so yeah. Look, well, I mean we can get so? rapid
2: fire. Look, the top ten I mean there's not a lot of analysis on Trevor Pittig. Hey, he's a house.
1: Next. <laughs> All right, let's try to get two more in here so we only have 20 to do in the next hour. Uh at number 11 overall, we have the Washington Commanders. And I think this is the, I, I think this is a wide receiver and there's I don't even think there'd be any discussion. This
2: is one of those picks that I I swear to you, I have felt it graying my hair over the last few days. They're drunk in love on Kyle Hamilton. And I'm not real sure I see the fit. And then I started looking at other things that were coming out of Washington and players that they had talked to. And now I can't get away from it. I cannot get away from if this falls this way,
1: this is what they would do. With the 11th pick in the Flo at ESPN draft nerd, Jeremy Green final mock draft. The Washington Commanders would select Drake London, wide receiver from USC. And now just realize that you would have three we- now look, I don't love your quarterback and I, I think you all
2: know that. That's There's nothing spicy about that. He broke my heart long ago because I once said he was the greatest quarterback in the NFL. That aged like milk on a picnic table in July. So I've been burned there. But now I'm looking at your weapons going, you have a great mismatched tight end. Now you have a great to me mismatch wide receiver on the outside is my number one receiver in this draft. Terry McLaurin on the outside who is just such a threat. And you've got the move piece in Curtis Samuel, plus you got Antonio Gibson. Okay, that offense is really good. Mm-hmm. That that offense is really good. You're one pick in day 2 from tying the defense back together and it's good and now I could argue you're the best team in the NFC East. Kyle Hamilton doesn't do that. Right. That's what I could not get past is I know you love him.
1: He doesn't do that in spite of the fact he's the best player in the draft to me. Now that brings up the number 12 pick belonging to the Minnesota Vikings. Would the Vikings be able to swing a trade down with somebody knowing that there are wide receivers still to be had here and the chances that, you know, Green Bay is not going to get who they want or New Orleans may not get who they want. Philadelphia, especially if all of the talk and the smoke is true that they want a number one wide receiver. Saw a report earlier today that they're hot on uh, apparently Atlanta's pick at eight. So who knows? Maybe, maybe Minnesota can trade out of this spot. It's entirely possible
2: in this. They were stuck because the only team that you would, in my opinion, the only team you would have thought about trading with would would be Philadelphia and philadelphia apparently likes so many players that yeah there is somebody that they would move up for i think it's the guy that's going to go here but i'm i'm
1: not positive all right with the 12th pick
3: <laughs> the
1: minnesota vikings would break the hearts of every chargers ravens insert your team here Philadelphia fan. Eagles, yeah uh as the They would take Jordan Davis, the defensive tackle, from Georgia.
2: you got to remember, they're converting to a 3-4. Kevin O'Connell, this is an all-new regime. You've already got Daniil Hunter that now he's going to have to stand up. Don't know exactly how that's going to go. You brought in Z'Darrius Smith. Your pass rush is pretty good. You need the big run stuffer. I know somebody's going to say Dalvin Tomlinson. I I could go on for 45 minutes of, "Mm mm-hmm, or, or, you put him beside Jordan Davis, and now I can stop the run with three. Yep. And the fact that my secondary is not that great is mitigated because I can get after the quarterback. I can stop the run. I don't have to send extra blitzers. I don't have to get exotic. I can just do. I, I can do rudimentary things in the first year of a, of a three-four in a division with two bad two bad offenses. I think that's a worst-case scenario for Minnesota. In their uh, their final mock draft today, I said no team has been more negatively affected this week
1: by the, the change in the tides than the Minnesota Vikings. You are in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. There is NBA basketball tonight, and that means a chance to make some money with Jeremy's picks in green on green.
5: I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis.
1: Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. Coffee's the clothes, Get on the money! Then we
2: you get the money... You get a ball.
0: that watch costs more than your car. And when
2: you get a power, then you get the woman. I just keep playing jump rope with 500 after the albatross that was February. By the time this NBA playoffs is over, I'm gonna have a pretty respectable number in this, uh, this here betting sweet little segment that I do. I got four picks for you tonight in the NBA. You know, I always talk about road dogs, I don't have a clip for this. I'm about road favorites? First, the Philadelphia 76ers are one-and-a-half-point favorite tonight at the Toronto Ra- Raptors. This ends tonight. They were embarrassed in game five. It mm-hmm. ain't happening again. Joel Embiid, there was a look on his face, and I can't really quantify it. There's no way for me to describe it, but it was a, when I get my chance, I'm going to eviscerate you. And, well, tonight's your chance. Give me the Sixers, minus one-and-a-half. Next, the Mavericks are a money-line slight edge favorite at the Utah Jazz. They're a better team, period. Utah has played better at times, but they're horribly inconsistent. I do not know what has happened to Utah. I can't tell if it's bad coaching, if there's just a bad apple in the locker room. There's something about that team that just does not look right, and Dallas is taking great advantage of it. I think that series ends tonight. Give me the Mavericks, a slight edge money line favorite. Finally, the Phoenix Suns are a two-point favorite at New Orleans tonight. Over under is 215. I do think this game stays close. And it's going to be scrappy and chippy and ugly. Phoenix is so much better than they are. I Look, I know New Orleans has outplayed them in times of the series. Especially if Devin Booker comes back tonight, this is easy. Suns minus two, over 215. Go and do likewise, gents.
0: The money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy.
1: Take those wagers over to BetUs.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY. Get a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put in, up to $2,500. BetUs.com, promo code SPORTSOCRACY. We will have the rest of Flo uh 2022 final mock draft. The first round as... I want to remind you, we will be covering each and every pick live from the Ingalls studio.
2: 17 hours of commercial free drive coverage.
1: It'll all kick off at uh, 7 o'clock tonight, and we will cover all of the first round tonight, then all tomorrow uh tomorrow night and then all on saturday and then
2: we'll do a live ma-
1: mailbag uh going up to about midnight saturday night of just the undrafted free agents yeah that's not uh, we, we talked about that right no that's not going to happen uh i'm going to take uh i think i'm going to take the whole week off next week uh, i, I <laughs> am I, I know i am <laughs> we'll be here for the wrap-up on monday and then we're we're both just going to check out for the rest of the week next week all right we got the second hour on the way after sports center He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen.
0: He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets.
1: Welcome back into the Engels studio here on ESPN Asheville. Heard locally on 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, live or on demand, and, of course, seen everywhere on YouTube. Uh, we are glad that you are on with us uh, this afternoon as we are rolling through the at ESPN draft nerd Jeremy Green's final mock draft for the first round of the 2022 nfl draft which will be covered live by us right here in the sportocracy uh on the youtube stream if you have not done so already go ahead and subscribe to the channel so you can get in on the chat with us all three days will be covered and yes we will be talking directly to you as we always do
2: uh i am the the mulleted wish version of mel kiper Uh, i am nowhere near as well paid uh and I, I, he might outsmart me but he will not outwork me this week is pre- if you've never done the draft with us before by saturday you will see living proof positive that this vessel is powered by nothing but caffeine and anger and then beer, and, I and then beer. beer yeah yep yeah, that's
1: that that also is a is, is a fuel <laughs> uh as far as we know we are still going to be joined uh, on the YouTube stream tonight by football farley Mr. Brian Haynes, who lost his mind last year when the New York Giants selected Kadarius Tony. The uh, last need we needed. Uh we have some surprises for you
2: tonight. Uh Victor Shelton asked if there were there were any games of the uh the, the, the beverage variety. Right. I might have developed one of those. Okay.
1: Might even be a little button that dances at the bottom of the screen when you i can't wait to see it yep. he doesn't share these things with me and so i get to enjoy in it real time along with all of you well here's the thing until i run them i don't actually know that they work so, <laughs> so there, we will attempt to run the little animation oh no that one i verified oh you did yeah okay. we have another all one
2: right. that i can't tell you about solely because i am not 100 sure it's going to work
1: <laughs> all right we have gone through the first 12 picks of the uh first round of the draft that makes us uh, right back around to the houston texans at number 13 lots of talk about houston wanting to trade out of this spot at 13 Uh, you know they got Uh, of course they want to trade out everybody wants to trade out they've got their sights set on a wide receiver it's just a question of which wide receiver do they value most and this is going to seem high but Mm -hmm. two things i need you to remember
2: A, this is the Houston Texans. Mm -hmm. B, scouts
1: and the media look at things differently. With the number 13 pick in tonight's first round of the NFL draft, the Houston Texans could select Traylon Burks, the wide receiver from Arkansas. The narrative on him has been rough because he ran slower than you expected.
2: And I'm going to tell you what I have been told about that nobody cares nobody cares mm-hmm. the the biggest knock on him is that he didn't run a huge route tree at arkansas doesn't matter there are a lot of teams that view him as a bigger version of debo samuel that's one reason that he the debo's currently getting virtually zero traction on the trade market yeah why would i do that when i could get a, a instead of giving up two pieces of high-end draft capital for a guy i have to pay 25 million dollars why would i not just go get a bigger version of him that's a couple years younger I've always loved Traylon Burks. I know the Houston Texans love him. I think they would like to trade down. The problem is, I'm not sure he would get past New Orleans. Okay. And somebody will say, but but what about Chris Alave?
1: I said what I said. Mm -hmm. I said what I said in a minute. I have long thought that Chris Alave could wind up going in this spot as well. So... What about Kyle Hamilton? Will that even be a consideration for Lovey Smith? He's a defensive-minded coach. He, I would feel like Kyle Hamilton would be him on the board. Would be hard for Lovey to pass consideration. Out. Absolutely. Uh, I don't it,
2: look. Lovey really likes a safety that is going to be available in day two. Mm-hmm. So, I'm. I would say no, but it's entirely possible.
1: Also, Charles Cross still on the board. So Charles mm-hmm.
2: Cross could be, you know, if, if Charles you were Cross considering... is the one that I'm looking at going, I missed you the most in this draft. One of these tackles is going to fall. Mm-hmm. It's I, I think I had it right
1: five days ago and not today. Right. Uh, I mean, if if you were considering an offensive tackle to begin with at number three and then flipped and said, no, we got to take Derek Stingley, it would make a whole lot of sense for them at 13 to go out and grab Charles Cross. And then you got Cross, you got Laramie Tunsil yeah there's a lot of options mm-hmm. for Houston them at is the hardest team to read in this draft so at 14 after they take traylon burks at number 14 this is where the baltimore ravens come in and we've long said that they will take the best you know the the best prospect available is that charles cross i don't think it is
2: to them well he doesn't fit what they do okay i mean you look at what you look at what they need all right they need an offensive line piece if ronnie stanley can't is not ready for the start of the season which the latest report is he's gonna be that everything looks good yeah you sign morgan moses former new york jet that you'll be fine with charles cross is not playing guard there's no path that charles cross plays guard no I have been told for as long as I can remember that this is the drop-dead spot for a specific player, and I kind of
1: think it's going to be. Okay. With the number 14 pick, could the Baltimore Ravens take Trevor Penning, the offensive tackle from Northern Iowa? I really genuinely don't think there's any way that that's
2: not the pick for Baltimore. They've been so high on him. If, If that's a smokescreen... It's the best one I've ever seen mm-hmm. because nobody past them thinks he's going to be there. I know I've heard the the thing with New Orleans. New Orleans does not in any way believe what? that, that Panic's getting past Baltimore.
4: Okay.
1: We have also had uh, mock to them Jordan, Jordan Davis. Davis and Tyler Linderbaum. Yeah. Jordan Davis is not on the board here nope. because he went at 12. I mean, here's the thing. I, I want you to think about what I'm going to say the the
2: escape hatch the hey things didn't go our way player for pittsburgh and baltimore is tyler linderbaum what's that tell you that's two of the best drafting teams in this league Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: he should not go as low as he's going to end up going no he should not and i i honestly will be shocked if he does but he's got short arms Kenny Pickett has hands that wouldn't wrap themselves all the way around the can I'm drinking out of. Again, who did we say that about last year? It was said routinely about Rashawn Slater last year. Sure was. And that dude was, was he first team All-Pro? hmm First team All-Pro at left tackle. The spot that Jeremy continued to say he can't play I, tackle. He's well, a guard, he's a guard, he's a guard, he's a guard. Well, I said he was a right tackle as well, but
2: that is the player that <laughs> I liked him best as a guard. Right. And if you... If you're a Carolina fan and you want a reason to be real excited about Ike Mcquano, my take on him and
1: Rashawn Slater were virtually the exact same. Yes. Yes, they were. Uh, so Trevor Penning goes to the Baltimore Ravens uh, at number 14. That means number 15. This is where the Philadelphia Eagles come in with their first pick of the 2022 NFL draft. The first of two picks in the first round and they Philadelphia, wouldn't have a lot is, of options.
2: Philadelphia is in the greatest position of any team in this draft because they're picking at 15 from what I've been told they have 15 first round picks on the board which means they just sit here and go whichever one falls to us mm-hmm. and you believe that that one I don't think they'd think about this for five seconds
1: at number 15, the Philadelphia Eagles could say Kyle Hamilton, the safety out of Notre Dame. Oddly enough, the number one player in this class on the Flostradamus big board, but it's not a premium position, so That's, it's not a top pick. Well, he
2: just has everything working against him. It's not a premium pick, or it's not a premium position. He ran slow at the combine. There's, there's been this narrative. I swear to you, if Draftmas Week was one week longer, uh, by the end of this, he would have Benjamin Button Disorder. Uh, that he's actually 76 years old <laughs> i have heard every negative thing you could possibly hear about kyle hamilton and you know how much it's changed about how i view him as an nfl player
1: Zero. Zero. if anything it's made me like him more mm-hmm uh the I have to go back to the to the best interception I saw all season long in college football. And that was when he came across three quarters of the football field to pick off Florida State. But that pass was underthrown and it was a bad decision anyway. Who cares? Torrey Hunter could not have gotten to that ball. Correct. Ken Griffey Jr. would have struggled to get to exactly. that ball. Exactly. So you keep telling me
2: about his four seven forty, that's fine. I'm just gonna sit here and watch him rack up all pros. He's,
1: if you told me a player in this draft ends up in the Hall of Fame, I'd put my betting money on him. Mm -hmm. Uh, And if you had a Torrey Hunter reference on today's draft show, you just won the the Mega Millions. (laughs) Uh, A show with me making a twin center fielder reference. Yeah, I know who Torrey Hunter is. Uh, Good for you. Good for you. Uh, At number 16, it's the pick for the New Orleans Saints. And New Orleans is just sitting here going, woohoo! Yep. This was Philadelphia's pick, then they made the trade so New Orleans could get two first-round draft picks. At number 16, New Orleans just sits here and goes, you know what, we didn't even have to trade up. I'm
2: I'm going to say the same thing that I said. Uh, when when the Jets traded up, what was it, a month before the draft when they took Sam Darnold? Something like that. That tells you something. When you see a team make a maneuver like that, it tells you something. There's no path that they're not going to end up with one of the players that they want. I know who the second one is. We'll
1: get And to he's that in coming up at
2: 19, yeah. So they're sitting here going, well, we wanted to get a receiver. There were enough receivers we felt good about. Let's just see which one falls to us.
1: And I'll be honest with you, this would kind of shock me. If Chris Olave... The wide receiver from Ohio State is still on the board. I mean, I can, I can see a path where there is a major run on wide receivers and they're all gone by 14. There's a
2: path. I I think Minnesota's desire to take a, a receiver in the first round is overstated. Okay. They've talked to too many receivers that are in that day two area. Right. I think that's overstated.
1: But they might be I don't, a guy. I
2: don't see how Minnesota's not going to take a player at 12 that's going to increase the build-out on that defense because you're going from a from one scheme to something that is completely, completely. different. Yeah. I don't believe if they get stuck at 12, they would take a receiver. I've been wrong before. And trust me, there will be plenty of times I'm wrong in this. I am not so narcissistic as
1: to believe that this is exactly how this is going to go. You can make a great case for it of Adam Thielen is older and he's going to need a replacement and why not?
2: The, the way I'm looking at this is... I believe Washington is going to take either Drake London or Chris Olave. I think that's the order they have them in. I could have that backwards, and if I do, you just switch switch the picks. Mm-hmm. Be Olave at eleven to Washington, and Drake London right here at sixteen to New Orleans. And they would pop champagne
1: bottles 100%. if Chris Olave. A hundred
2: percent. There would be gumbo, and Bourbon Street would be just a flowing. But when you see a team make a trade that early in the process, Mm -hmm. you know that they have a really good feeling of where this is going to go. What you don't see is a team trade up and just go, ah, we'll figure it out. There might be somebody there. Everything I've been told is they want to go receiver, offensive tackle. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Nobody's taking the player they'll take at 19 ahead of them. They're going to take the receiver that falls to them. Just so happens it was Chris Alave in the in this little exercise. Oh, mine.
1: All right. Now, at number 17, the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, you want to talk about a team
2: popping champagne bottles? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the team popping champagne bottles. Just going, Whoa, how long should we wait before we turn All in right. this card? We've had it sitting here just going,
1: please don't do it. Please don't do it. Please don't do it uh yeah that uh that whole brian Balaga thing uh bye yeah and, and he's already gone anyway yeah but, but it, it, i mean it didn't work the way they wanted it to no but this would work uh hopefully hopefully so at number 17 after the free fall it comes to an end for charles cross the offensive tackle out of mississippi state as he goes to the la chargers there is a all right i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you i fell
2: for the Charles Cross smokescreen. The only problem is that I think I may have been double-crossed, and I was right on Charles Cross the entire time, and the he's falling because we don't know exactly what he's going to be as a as a run blocker. I may have gotten duped by that. He may end up being the first one that goes, and Evan Neal is the one that falls. Mm-hmm. What will be interesting is if that happens, and Neal's on the board at 9, is Seattle still is willing to trade out? I think yes, but it would be interesting to watch. For for the, the Chargers, this is the player they were trying to trade up for. And I will say this. When Tom Telesco said there's no shot we're going to trade up, that's really hard to come back from. Like, to say that and then trade up, because I, Minnesota and the Chargers had been talking about a deal for weeks of if player X is on the board, we're going to come up from 17 to 12. Well, when you come out and say there's no shot we're going to trade up, we might trade down. That means one of two things. Either you think the guy you want's going to be on the board or you're positive that he's not.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I went the former way, and maybe I should have gone the latter way. Yep. Charles Cross falls to 17 to the Chargers. Then at 18, it's the Philadelphia Eagles once again. And this time, you've got him going with another defensive player. I genuinely think this is the only player
2: I've had in the exact same spot in every mock draft I've done. He has been the second pick to the Philadelphia Eagles every single time I've done this.
1: And with the 18th pick, the Philadelphia Eagles could get the cornerback out of Washington, Trent McDuffie. There is
2: a possibility that Andrew Booth has passed him back, but I don't buy it. All of the smoke on him started during lying week, so I, I don't buy it. I think there was enough negative of him not working out that yes he's in that late first round range to me you've got sauce and stingley then there's a drop to mcduffie who needs to be on a team where he comes in as the two he projects as a one long term but he needs to start as a two well philadelphia has darius slay Mm -hmm. so yep that works out just fine and if i'm philadelphia i would be going and i have another first rounder next year And And I have another first-rounder next year.
1: And And a billion and a half picks in the rest of this draft. And that would be used to probably get the quarterback of the future next
2: year. Well, that's what teams are going to try to do. I, I will not be shocked if the moves that you see in this draft tonight, when teams move up, if it's not picks next year. Because teams that need a quarterback are arming themselves to get the guys that will be in the draft class next year Because there is so little faith
1: in this quarterback class. Mm -hmm. Uh, Before we take the break, let's go ahead and get the last one out of the way here because we already know who this is going to be. Or at least Jeremy has been convinced that this is who it's going to be. The New Orleans Saints at number 19. There's a reason that they made the deal to get the extra pick in the first round and they have fallen in love with this guy. With the 19th pick. In the 2022 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints take Tyler Smith, the tackle from Tulsa. They believe he's a left tackle. And now, if you've, if you've
2: been paying attention to draft boards around the league, Tyler Smith has been inching up and up and up and up. There's a reason for that. When you start seeing media members do that, and I can tell you this, A, as one, and B, as one that has watched this event closer than most for many years, media really hates when a guy goes, 19 and they had him at 78 Mm -hmm. on their board and so you'll start watching them incrementally raise them up that tells you that somebody is leaking that this guy's gonna go way higher than you think i heard that a month and a half ago and then when new orleans made the trade it was they have fallen in love with him they know he will be there at at
1: 19 they may catch some flack for it they think he's their left tackle of the future we all believe we know what the pittsburgh steelers are going to do at number 20 especially considering that uh, nobody at this position has been taken yet. We will get up to it next here on ESPN Asheville.
5: Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process.
2: Did you know Select ingold's Markets now offer curbside service? Shopping has never been easier. With all the quality
1: and service, you expect from Ingalls. Visit Ingalls-Markets.com to find a store near you and start shopping. The sportsocracy. The ceiling
4: is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward
1: oh yeah by the way i know we're talking about the nfl draft uh mainly today because today is draftmas happy draftmas to everyone merry draftmas uh but i had to get the michael jordan in there because uh did you see gg jackson's coming to carolina i did yeah what did i say the other day book it wrap it up it's a done deal uh well you do know he
2: specifically said he's not re- reclassifying I so he'll care. be here in two
1: years i don't care that's uh two national championships uh thank you very much we're gonna go ahead and book that uh i did find it very very funny though that Kerwin walton is uh staying in the uh in, a, in the nba draft well there's okay that. yeah good good job for you buddy uh anyhow uh we are talking about the nfl draft it is uh Floster domus jeremy green's final mock draft before the big night. Tonight we will be covering all of the picks uh live on the YouTube stream. So be sure to go to the sportsocracy.com, click on that live video link, subscribe to the channel. We'll, that way you can chat with us all night long.
2: We'll also be doing a specific members only members of the YouTube channel uh live stream at seven o'clock. All your last minute questions, it'll run about seven to seven thirty. Uh, you just have to click the jo- the join button on YouTube, hop in the House of Reprehensibles, and we will be answering rapid fire uh all of your draft questions leading into the first round tonight
1: the pittsburgh steelers are now on the clock in the mock draft and at number 20 we all believe that they are going to go for the best cornerback quarterback on the board whoever they feel that might be i don't i don't agree with that i think it's malik willis for bust okay
2: they'll take they'll either take malik willis or they will wait a month or wait a month wait, wait a, a month. year we're gonna wait you know what we're just gonna do draft again <laughs> we'll do it again at the end of
1: may no they're actually waiting for jordan taamo to uh finish out his stint with the tampa bay pandas yeah and he's, then, he's uh, terrible yeah, he, he plays in the usfl he's, which he's means he's baby. awful uh so malik willis i guess he'll be the- with the 20th overall pick. That the was Pittsburgh a premature Steelers. selection. Yes, it was. That's uh, it exactly was. what that was. <laughs> it was. Malik Willis, the quarterback out of Liberty, will go to the Steelers. I, to me, it's Malik Willis or Bust. I think if Malik Willis is
2: not there, they would take title later, I don't think they're as high on Kenny Pickett as everybody else does because he's got little skit, 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 tiny hands. Mm-hmm. And you, have you ever been to Pittsburgh in like November? Do you remember Jared Goff playing in this? Uh, that's not happening. Uh, you run that cute. Well,
1: he played it at, at Pittsburgh, and they played in the same stadium. Wonderful. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But the, when did they stop and, playing? When did they stop playing in that stadium? And at Thanksgiving, uh January. A little bit of a different story when it comes to that. So Malik Willis, the pick at number twenty-four, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now
2: here's the fun thing: if Pittsburgh were to not take Malik Willis. I think there is a better than zero chance that not one quarterback goes in the first round
4: hmm.
2: because then I don't know who the first one to jump's going to be. And to me, it would, if Pittsburgh doesn't take one at 20, I could see Malik Willis being the first one to Detroit at 32. Really?
1: Okay. All right. I, I still believe there could, I, I mean, that would be a domino that would, that would fall or there would be a domino that would fall there and somehow I can't get past Atlanta. If Malik Willis were to fall there, Atlanta would start calling everybody there in the back end of the draft, going, "Hey, can we move up?" Because they've been tied to him more than anybody. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see anybody moving. I don't see anybody giving up draft
2: capital, significant draft capital. Yep. Now, if you're getting to 31 with the Bengals, no, okay, now we can talk. Yep, but I, I don't think it would be significant.
1: All right, then at number 21, of the New England Patriots, the bane of Jeremy's existence as a Jets fan. They would be on the clock,
2: yeah, and I, I had this as Devin Lloyd for a long time, and I've been specifically told that no, he's been passed as the number one linebacker. and I, I could very easily see this being this is a bill special. Bill tends to like to take guys about fifteen to twenty twenty spots ahead of slot.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: and this would be in about that range for me, but they need a linebacker badly. There's not a corner that that I think fits the system here. He tends to take those later on anyway.
1: So, at 21. With the 21st pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the New England Patriots would select, no, it's not that linebacker either. Uh, it would be Quay Walker, the other linebacker from Georgia. We've been told throughout the whole process, or we've been led to believe, that it's Devin Lloyd, Nakobe Dean, and then everybody else. And for Nicobe Dean, it's not a fit in a 3-4 to a lot of
2: teams. There are a couple teams, and we'll get to that tonight at some yeah. point, I'm yeah, sure, yeah. That, that believe he can do that. Devin Lloyd, it's the fact that he's the coverage liability. He's such a good blitzer. And I th- I think there's there's part of me that still thinks that Bill would prioritize that. But this is coming from somewhere. And there to me, there's not a team ahead of them that would take Boy Walker this high. Mm-hmm. Uh but he does he has a good scheme fit and and there is a high upside with him.
1: Alright, let's get weird before we finish out the mock draft. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, Ooh. there's Florida,
0: <laughs> and there's Asheville.
1: Let's get weird, Asheville. Uh Jeremy always loves my nerd stories because I'm a sucker for a space story. And we all know that, you know. The government, at times, they can go out and, and you know, they, 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 they can do things that aren't really necessary. And I feel like this is one of them. This is not the American government, though. This is the Canadian government. That in the House of Commons, there is a Budget Implementation Act that is being debated. 443 pages and hidden inside of said document. They are now going to change the law. So that if any Canadian astronaut were to commit a crime on the moon, that it would count as a crime on Canadian soil. Now, you've had an obsession with the moon the last little bit. Because we're going
2: to the moon. Did you not know this? I, I didn't Did you care. not know this? The, I, I, I'm still of the multi, belief that we've never been to the moon. It's a, <laughs> stop that hashtag so, birds aren't real.
1: It is a uh, it is a multinational. Uh, the, they call it the Lunar Gateway Project that they're going to put humans on the moon for the first time since Neil Armstrong or whatever. Yeah, it's, I'm good. So anyway, there is a current law on the books that if a Canadian astronaut were to commit a crime on the International Space Station or on a flight to space, it would count as a crime on Canadian soil. So now they have had to uh, amend the law, or they're trying to amend the law, that now, since we're going to start putting people on the moon, uh, the moon, that counts as Canadian soil too. So any crime that is committed by a Canadian astronaut in space or now on the surface of the moon, will be treated as a crime on canadian soil completely useless law uh i'm just trying to think what crimes do they expect are are going to take place on the moon
2: maybe one of them is going to say they were the number one pick in the draft you know what (laughs) i'm I'm going to get a lot of uh i'm gonna get a lot of a play out of that researchers in texas discovered absolutely my nightmare they have been researching the beach all right, so this is a, they're, they're checking the soil erosion and different earth things. Well, over the course of the last two weeks, they've had 40 of the creepiest dolls I have ever seen in my life wash up on the shore. I don't like dolls at all. They mortify me in a way that I can only kind of begin to explain. Well, all of, well, not all, but many of these are doll heads. They don't have a body with them, and they have a lot of sand in the fake doll hair. I cannot think of many things that scare me more than this doll that's staring back at me. And here's where this story gets even weirder. People are buying them, and they're donating the money to sea turtle research. Okay. What what do you want with a doll that was in the ocean? Like, do you want to be hainted? I mean, because this is how you get hainted. <laughs> this uh, is a hainting. A hundred percent. This is you bring that doll in your house and then it does crimes to you while you sleep. Okay, don't do stop it with dolls. Dolls are weird. I, I have to I have to close this. Like I, I don't even want to tell the rest of the story because it's
1: staring at me. <laughs> uh the things that the things that scare you jeremy dolls are terrifying really does amuse dolls are terrifying oh i understand they've made entire horror movies out of Mm -hmm. my fear of dolls at number 22 in the 2022 nfl draft the green bay packers are sitting here and jeremy you said something earlier today that i i now i now that you've said it i can't get it out of my mind that Apparently they're talking about they're not committed to giving mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers a wide receiver in, in the, the first round. round. They're not committed to taking a receiver in the first round.
3: Oh.
2: They, when are they going to learn? They plan on having a receiver by the end of day 2. Now if one's there at 22, then they will do that. I believe this is a bit of a smoke screen and this is a pick that I'm getting really comfortable with the the closer to Draftmas night we get.
1: With the 22nd overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, Flostrad Thomas, Jeremy Green mocks George Pickens, the wide receiver from Georgia to the Green Bay Packers. Uh, This
2: is the traditional outside X receiver. I think Green Bay is going to prioritize that. And and I've been struggling to put a receiver with them. And then Pickens jumped up in in the last, I would say in the last week, week and a half. And, And now it makes all the sense in the world. To me, it's been Green Bay that's been targeting him. I, I feel really good about this pick,
1: and I would love it. I love George Pickens. Yeah. I feel like Aaron Rodgers would riot uh, if they did not give him a wide receiver in the first round.
2: Uh, I have to, when people say really smart things in our comments, uh, I have to comment them. Okay. Sloan Jordan said, Have we all dated a secret doll collector and then never called her again, or is it just me? Oh, yeah. 100% have. I did. Yep. Sure did. Sure did. Walked in that house, looked around, nothing but dolls around the top of that house, and I went, mm-mm, not going to work not gonna work not gonna do it not gonna do it
1: you've had some weird adventures uh I, I you, have. you i'm gonna you, write a book one day you had you had the, the 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 lovely lady that put cigarettes out on your couch yeah you had her last name did an eye <laughs> you had the uh oh the woman whose mom had a pet squirrel and, and a, a pet, pet bird. bird that she didn't keep either one in a cage <laughs> yep that was the end of that
2: relationship and now you have the doll collector Hmm. Hmm. these are just the ones i can tell on the air Check out our draft coverage tonight. I promise you sometime over our 17 hours of commercial free draft coverage. Right. There'll probably be more stories. When, than I, When the beverages get consumed, we find out way too much about Jeremy Oh, Green. yeah. Those are ones that I can say on uh, not terrestrial air.
1: All right. The Arizona Cardinals then would be on the clock after George Pickens goes to the Green Bay Packers. And, um, you know, I, I have always felt like this is going to be a corner there's not one it, to be honest with you there's
2: just not one. what happened to roger mccreary oh he's got short arms he's uh back in the second round pick really yeah his, far. his arms are so short that i think he would struggle to to, to tie his own shoes <laughs> so that, i mean it's i still like the kid i'm just again this is what i think is going to happen not necessarily what
1: i would do because at one point he was mocked in the first round as well correct so and i right. was probably too high on him then yeah So, at number
3: 23,
1: the Arizona Cardinals could select uh, the best edge rusher left on the board, George Karloftis out of Purdue. Uh, This is another one of those picks that
2: I I can't get away from. I've tried to find another place for him to land. I mean, he was getting to the back end of the first round. I had one iteration of this where he wound up in the beginning of the second round. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just I finally went. That can't happen. There is no way there are thirty two GMs in this league that will allow that to happen. And so I, I then I went through the the trackers and, and different things like that. And I went Arizona,
1: Arizona. That's the one. This is a pick I feel really good about as well. Okay, uh, that brings up the Dallas Cowboys who are going to crush all of my dreams for this NFL draft because they have gone hot to trot for the best guard in the draft. With the twenty fourth pick in the twenty twenty two NFL draft, the Dallas Cowboys and Cowboy fans, you should be over the moon if this happens. I take zion johnson the guard from boston
2: college immediate connor williams replacement now the line's back to where it should be uh zion was one of those players that was undervalued initially and the more teams watch tape and the more
1: they deep dove on boston college tape
2: he's he's the best guard in his class
1: Mm -hmm. he comes in and he immediately is the best zion in professional sports (sighs) your zion
2: williamson (laughs) hatred is just
1: dumb uh and then that brings up number 25 this pick belongs to the buffalo bills who you know they're going to be upset as well if zion johnson is not on the on the board for them i don't necessarily
2: think he's in play for them really no i i I, I, basically every team past 24 is going well he ain't getting past dallas right Uh, that's the player they're taking if if he's there And, and so that has kind of subsided buffalo's looked corner buffalo's looked loosely at receiver Mm -hmm. i just this is one that i've had for a long time this is a player that has that every insider has told me he's gonna go higher than the industry thinks and he's a perfect fit in buffalo
3: with
1: the 25th pick in the 2022 nfl draft we have Nicholas Petit Frere, the tackle at Ohio State,
2: he is the best immediate right tackle in this draft. Evan Neal, I feel like somebody's going to try to left on the left side. If if I knew Evan Neal was going to play on the right side, I would say that about him. But Petit Frere is he played left tackle at Ohio State, had a bad game against Aiden Hutchison, and I just feel one of these good teams is going to one of these good teams that needs players that contribute immediately. Buffalo needs the guy that's going to come in and do it right now. And that's what he is.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, Rob Johnson says the teams at this point, they're really going to regret passing up on Tyler Linderbaum. Agreed. And I I fully agree with that And, and
2: well. Buffalo is one of those smart teams that I could see doing it. The problem is I don't know what you would do. I, they don't want Spencer Brown on the right side. Like, I, I look, I, I understand that he missed time. And it was bad, but bad, bad, but bad, bad. And they want to slide him into guard. Mm-hmm. Because Cody Ford's not going
1: to be on that team next year. All right, at number 26, down to the Tennessee Titans now. You got A.J. Brown. Is he going to stick around? Are they going to find a trade partner? Are they going to re-sign him? I want this on just – I want
2: this recorded so I can point back to it and go, y- you remember when I said that? I have this weird feeling that this is the pick where I'm going to make a face on camera that is that lives it forever. And it just drops out like, wait, uh, who did you just take? Okay. I do not know why. To me, this should be Travis Jones. He's had all the first-round hype in the world here late in the process. This is the team that makes sense. And every person I talk to says, no, they're on somebody
1: that you're – this is not going to make any sense to you. So it will not be a defensive tackle uh, in Travis Jones from UConn. At number 26, the Tennessee Titans. Jeremy's got them mocked. Taking Sky Moore. Sky Moore, the wide receiver from Western Michigan.
2: He is so fast, and I have been told repeatedly he's going to ta- He's going to go in the first round. There are too many teams that think he is a Tyreek Hill light, and this is the team I keep coming back to going, you're the only one that makes sense. Mm-hmm. This is where you have to read through the smoke because there's about nine players that are right here that I can't, that that all of the lying week information is oh they're going to go in the back end of the first round Drake Jackson I've heard that more in the last 48 hours than I've heard it throughout the entire process by the way if it happens uh, just know I'm going to scream out I was right I was right I told you I was right
4: mm-hmm.
2: so who so who's the player that you're afraid they're going to take Desmond Ritter yeah. Desmond Ritter. Uh, the, and maybe that's people just reading tea leaves because Vrabel and and Luke Fickle are best friends. I don't know. But it's coming from somewhere. I've heard it too many different places from too many people that are not directly connected. It's coming from somewhere. Are and you- maybe that's just – they originally were a team that really wanted to trade out because they wanted extra capital in in day two. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what it is. They're trying to drum up interest from one of these teams. I, just, I don't see it. And they're the hardest to peg – and that usually is the team that leaves me going what what
1: happened (laughs) all right and then that puts my tampa bay buccaneers on the clock at number 27 and you know this is this is one this is one that i find like if it happened tyler linderbaum really I mean, you got Ryan Jensen came back, but how, yeah. how much longer is he going to be there? Yeah, but he's then only you're playing him out of years. position and yeah. I, I... But start him at guard, let him take over at center at some point. Uh, that would make a whole lot of sense. I just don't understand a team that who took an edge rusher last year at this, you know, almost the same exact spot. But he's not an edge rusher. He's a multiple
2: piece. That's why they took him. You can play him on the inside. You can play him on the outside. That's not what this player
1: does. With a number 27 pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could select Logan Hall, the uh, defensive tackle slash edge rusher out of Houston. He's a 3-4 end. That's
2: exactly what he is. And he's a phenomenal pass rushing 3-4 end. Tampa looks at this defense and goes, look, there's nothing we're going to do that's going to completely fix the secondary. The secondary is not good. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the way to mitigate that and the way you won a Super Bowl was by getting at your quarterbacks. So, I need another piece to do that. And Dominican Sue did not do it consistently last year. So, you bring in a young player that's in the same mold as Joe Tryon Choyanka, not, not in the type of player at all, but where they're at in their development. He's going to be asked to come in and do one thing. You're next to Vita, Vita takes up space, mm-hmm. he's a big door. We need you to get after quarterbacks. You're going to line up in an advantageous position. We want you to get inside leverage on tackles, make tackles second-guess themselves with the edge rushers, with Shaq Barrett and 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 The more I've seen this, the more it just makes too much sense.
1: And you're going to have Shaq Barrett coming in around you. It's going to make things way easier for you to get around the end. I I understand the thought process behind it. Um, It is going to upset me, though especially if this next pick goes this way at number 28 it's the Green Bay Packers and they'll take one of my favorite players in the draft yes because he is a national champion from the University of Georgia man I can't wait for you to not be able to say that anymore. the safety out of Georgia Lewis Sin uh that's in the drinking game tonight by the way number
2: of times he attaches national champion to Georgia players a lot gonna be a lot yeah here's the thing he doesn't realize the person most likely to end up under the table is him (laughs) uh all right so lewis sin how does he fit with the packers to me he allows them to use darnell savage as more of an athlete instead of an over-the-top safety they've been on him the entire time he's the he is a very complete safety he has the athletic measurables that kyle hamilton doesn't the problem is that he didn't have the production until the national title game he had his best the best game of his career was in the title game against Alabama. That tape will put him in the first round. I feel super sure he ends up going in round one tonight.
1: four more picks to go in the Floster damas final mock draft before the big night tonight, of course you can join with us on youtube at the sportsocracy.com right now it's time to make some money jeremy with your picks of the night in the nba we got five on it, on. I got five on it.
3: ah
2: last night we were perfect yeah we're back to level started at 500 dollars, got up to almost a thousand and then disaster struck Almost had to rebuy. We've gotten back to our original. I got three picks for you in the NBA. First, I got 25 on it. The Dallas Mavericks are an even level dead heat with the Utah Jazz tonight. I don't get it at all. Dallas is the better team. Now that they figured out exactly what Jalen Brunson is, or at least America has, I just think they're the better team. I don't care that this game's in Utah. Utah seems to be falling apart to me. They have been able to keep this series alive But when they've been bad, they've been bad. I'm going to guess that they have one of those we folded up shop nights. I got 25 on it. Dallas Mavericks, even money winner over Utah. Next, I got 50 on it. The Phoenix Suns are a two-point favorite tonight at New Orleans. I never thought I would utter those words out loud. This game's in New Orleans, and Phoenix is only a two-point favorite. New Orleans has played well, and it's been admirable. But we're at a crunch time now, and I feel like you poked the bear with Chris Paul, and you're really going to regret that you did. I got 50 on it. Suns minus two. Finally, I got 50 on it. The Philadelphia 76ers are a a one-and-a-half-point favorite tonight at the Toronto Raptors. It's that look in Joel Embiid's face. As they were getting just drugged down the sidewalk, he had that look like, I'm going to get another shot at you, and when I do, I'm not just going to beat you.
1: I'm going to hurt your feelings. And I think it happens tonight.
2: I got 50. Philadelphia 76ers minus one and a half.
1: Take those wagers to betus.com. Use that promo code sportsocracy. That'll get you 125% of whatever you put in. Your deposit up to $2,500. They will give you 125% of it in free play tokens. bet Betus.com promo code Sportocracy. we got four picks to go in the final mock draft before tonight's big night in las vegas we will be right back at
0: ingles we know firsthand oh, we that building it. a dream isn't it. easy that's it. why we help small businesses discover the right ingredients for success we mentor them in development design and distribution making sure their hard work makes it into our stores and our communities delivering the best local products, and hopefully, a few dreams along the way. Ingalls, your neighbor,
1: southern hospitality touch the sportsocracy these guys are a f***ing disgrace you are in the sportsocracy here on espn asheville and at the Sportsocracy.com live on youtube we are finishing off the first round mock draft the final one from floasterdamas jeremy green the two picks at 29 and 30 belong to the seattle seahawks after the kansas city chiefs traded up to get jameson williams so with their first pick at number 29 overall hit that button there It is ah, the sounds of draftness are upon us Draftmas carols desmond ritter the quarterback out of cincinnati seattle's been a team
2: that has been interested in players that don't make sense at nine one of them is desmond ritter uh the other another is a player that i have them taking at 30 the quarterbacks are going to go somewhere. It's just really hard to figure out where. Because you got to look at a team like Seattle. Are you going to be bad enough next year to get one of those high-end quarterbacks? Because to me, there's two that I feel good-ish about, and then some dart throws. Or do you take the guy that you know now, and, and they're going to go somewhere? Desmond Rears had too much first-round hype. I think he goes sometime tonight, and it makes sense to Seattle. I don't think
1: you can go into a season with Drew Lock as your Drew Lock and Geno Smith. The one thing that's going to take me off tonight is that they're going to take their full their, their full time. They've got back to back picks here, and they'll take the full time All on the both way of them. Yeah, do that. Good lord, uh the Seattle Seahawks. We need more draftmas, not less. With the thirtieth overall pick. <laughs> This is a smart team that takes Tyler Linderbaum, the center from Iowa. I, I love Linderbaum. He just he has short arms, and
2: that has bothered some teams. And for whatever reason, the analytics people have not caught up to the scouts. And they just, just there's not a lot of value to center. And the last four of the last five centers that went in the first round have it has not gone well. Mm-hmm. That does play a little bit of a role. Plus, there are a couple guys in the Back into the second, beginning of the third, that I'm not gonna, they're not of the same caliber, but they're very, very talented
1: in Cole Strange and Dylan Parm. At number 31, the Cincinnati Bengals on the clock.
3: Who do you think will beat the
1: Bengals? Ah, uh, well, uh, only one team was able to keep them from the promised land last year, and at number 31. They will take Andrew Booth Jr., the cornerback, out of Clemson.
2: They have been very closely attached to him. Uh, they were looking at trading down, and they may still do that. My fear is if you do that, I don't think you're going to land him. I, I think now the the stink of not working out has kind of come off of him to a point that you can take him at the back end of the first. If you don't, he'll be one of the first five picks tomorrow night. So I think since in this mock, Cincinnati stays still
1: and takes their guy at 31. All right, and then the final pick of the first round belongs to the Detroit Lions from the Matthew Stafford trade. And at number 32, Floester Thomas, you have mocked them to take a quarterback, and I think you got the wrong one here, bud. The Detroit Lions with number 32 overall take Kenny Pickett, the quarterback, out of Pittsburgh. First of all, they play in a
2: dome. Second of all, he's the safest quarterback in this draft. Third of all, you just had their coach come out and say, we don't need the greatest quarterback. We just need a guy to turn the ball over. All of that says Kenny Pickett to mm-hmm. me. Okay. Now, if if no, if no quarterback's gone at 32 and Malik Willis falls in their lap, I think they'll be overjoyed. But I do
1: I think they're making a movement to go get him? No, I don't. And I don't think anybody else is either. All right, that is your mock draft for tonight's action. In the first round, we'll be covering each and every pick live on the YouTube stream, so be sure to go over to sportsocracy.com click on that live video link, hit the subscribe button so you can get into the chat. We will be covering all three days of the NFL Draft Live.
2: All of it. Every pick, instant analysis, instant grades. We've got a bunch of little toys and trinkets and all kinds of stuff. It's got to be great.
1: Plus, we'll have your recaps and a uh, second day preview of the NFL draft coming up right here on ESPN Asheville tomorrow at 3.